welcome everyone to this session of the NFB 21 convention. I'm Janine Stanley. I am with Ira and I'll introduce everyone here in a moment, but this session is called Ira Work School Everywhere. And we are going to talk today about how to create more Ira locations, particularly in our access partnership but also to create more IRA experiences for everyone. And that includes, excuse me, I'm moving my mic around there. That includes for home, uh, I'm sorry, for school and maybe even home and work. Joined today uh, with me here are Kevin Phelan, who is our chief commercial officer and Marty Watts, who is the head of our access network team. We also have Sandy Marcus in the audience, who is with Ira. And hello, Kevin and Marty. Welcome to NFB 21. Hi, Janine, and hello, everyone. Uh, well, thanks for joining us today. Awesome. So let's start out with <clears throat> a little bit of definition. So when we talk about the Ira Access Network, you may ask, what in the world is that? You, you reference it all the time. Why is it so important? Well, Ira Access is a network of organizations from businesses to nonprofits to universities who pay for your IRA usage while you are either in their location using their product or using a promotion that involves their product. And we can go over some of those. Also, did I uh, pretty much cover what IRA access is, Marty? I think you did a great job. I think, um, if I was explaining it to to someone that wasn't familiar with with IRL, let's just say you know it was a conference or an, an event or someone that I that I that I just met, I think it's just important uh, that everyone understands that if we're staying true to our, our mission of making this world a more accessible place, really the most important and the most meaningful way that we can do it is by finding more businesses that understand what IRA does, understand. Uh, how easily they can be a part and how they can offer Ira as a service to their to their guests, their customers. So yeah, I think that was uh, spot on. Yeah, and and Janine, I'll add. So this is uh, Kevin. Uh, this is my my fifth convention, and um, uh, and one that stood out over the last couple of years was the one in in Vegas. Oh my um, And Vegas for for many reasons, but but one of them was just the location of the conference itself, from landing in that airport which uh, to get your ride to the hotel is a nightmare to get your uh, and then navigating a place that is purposely built to be uh, confusing in terms of where is the elevator, where is the session, everything by design um, is complicated. So uh, what we did with IRA and, and IRA Access is we're able to put a geofence uh, or an invisible fence, if you will, um, using its, the coordinates of the buildings and put this fence around the location. And once you enter into that location, you're able to have um, instant access to information by connecting to your IRA agent uh, on your terms. So from the minute you deboard the plane, you can call up your IRA agent, um, find your bag, find your rideshare, um, and then all of the steps and, and at places like, like hotels and airports um, is, is really how the concept started. And, and, and Marty, do you want to maybe talk a little bit about kind of that, that early days of like how it did start and, and how it all began? 
Yeah, I think that's that's such a neat part of our story is that, you know, IRA as a company started our, our many, many research trials in 2015. And it wasn't until the latter half of 2017 that we, we first made IRA available uh, basically for consumers to subscribe, right? So all we had at, the, at, at that time were uh, I believe, you know, three, possibly four consumer based subscriptions where you're, you're choosing a plan with minutes um, and very similar to the plans that we have today. And roughly within 90 days, you know, of all the different types of feedback that we received, one was that was the most prevalent was uh, using iron in airports and how, you know, it was just uh, such an, uh, a, now a pleasant experience that, you know, I, I don't have to wait for my uh, meet and assist. I don't have to be uh, asked to get into a wheelchair. Uh, I can basically, you know, go where I want, when I want, how I want. And so that was really, it was a light switch moment for, for, for Ira in that it was consumers sharing their experiences with us uh, of them with their own subscription, paying for Ira in a wide variety of airports that helped us build really our entire B2B program that exists today. And so uh, not too much longer after those first 90 days of, of us having, having launched in 2017, we brought our first IRA access partner on board as part of the IRA airport network. And that was in Memphis. And while we, we did have a, a, a bit of a slowdown in 2020 during COVID as far as bringing new airports on board, we're in about 65% of all large hub airports today, coast to coast, still making the, the, the push every single month to bring more airport partners on, on board. But it's just so neat to think that everything started because of IRA explorers sharing their experience with us. We scratched our heads figuring out how can we make this something that could be a, a, a repeatable process. Uh, and now it's grown, not just airports, now it's any and every potential business. So it's exciting to see how that actually started. Yeah, and, and I'll share. Um, so so Marty and I have both been been with the company for over five years. And, and in those first conversations with the airports, we, we really went in there with customer stories. So we had explorers. There was one explorer that some of you may uh, have heard. He, he ran the Boston Marathon with um, an IRA agent um, back, I think, in 2016, uh, Eric Manser. And what Eric uh, told me about was he said, I, I, I do these Ironman competitions. And he said, I'm wearing my Ironman competition um, medal uh, on, and I'm traveling the Monday after the, 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 the race. And he said, I got to the airport and they forced me to get into the wheelchair. And I like had a, he said, I had a person at this one particular airport who was just beyond rude and was, was forcing me to get on, on, on there. And he said, now I'm wearing an Ironman medal. And he said, but this guy like made a point of making sure I was going to get into, to the chair. So I, I said, I'll agree to get in the chair. If you would agree to take, we had to take a picture of me sitting in the chair because he said, I wanted to have a picture of me being forced into the wheelchair, holding my medal. Um, but, but really what he was talking about, what, what Eric also then went on to share was like, um, there's parts of the airport experience. Uh, can I use the kiosk or finding the shortest line? Navigating to security, right? So what are the steps along the journey? Um, and rather than being forced to be in that wheelchair for the entire time, I wanna be able to kind of decide w which or, or when and how 
I use an, an IRA agent to get that access to information so that that particular barrier um, is a better customer experience. And when, and when we explain that to the airport with those customer stories, it, it really was a five minute conversation. It was a, how does it work? What does it cost? And uh, how, how soon can we get started? Uh, and I also, I, and Janine, I want to close too. I talked about Vegas, Marty Watts and I, um, we won over $100, which uh, at the craps table in Las Vegas at the last convention too. And I want that on record. I know this is being recorded. I was going to so. say impressive. Very so, impressive. so for a future, a future convention, if there is a casino near there, uh, we would like to invite everyone on here uh, to meet us at the craft table and Marty and I will attempt to recreate Las Vegas. Well, and something, something else very important happened at that convention to actually make those craps tables accessible for people, right? Um, with NFB's right. partnership, we talked to the Gaming Commission in Las Vegas and you are now allowed to use IRA in the casinos there. Yeah, that's, that's huge. No, that's huge. right, Janine. I, yeah, that that was uh, and and another uh, great example of, of the of, of NFB working with the with the businesses and and um, yeah, it was it was super exciting. So hopefully, some other people in the audience um, uh, uh, were were able to walk away with some good stories as well. Awesome. So as we talk about this, and you guys really did answer this question for the airports and. Part of what made the once airports began to join the network part of what made it so popular and kind of catch fire was the oops there we go how about that so you can hear my mic there we go <laughs> all righty so part of the great uh, <clears throat> there we go turn myself up there we are all righty so part of what made ira work in the airports was also the Association of Airline Executives, American Association of Airline Executives, giving us their stamp of approval as well. So that really helped the airports. But can you guys talk a little bit about how others find out about IRA? Let's talk. We've had some huge retail partners this year from Target to Starbucks. Um, so how do they find out about IRA? How does that work? Yeah, I, I think the first thing we kind of realized once we had the airport, um, uh, the, the, the airport starting to come on board, it, it really kind of came down to this realization that it's, it's unlimited, right? Any physical location and any digital experience could, could essentially become an IRA access um, uh, uh, partner for us. So what we tried to do is, again, kind of go back to the explorers, you know, we have the Facebook group, the listserv, there's a number of places where people are sharing different experiences. So one, I would always ask if you are using IRA, um, please, uh, Janine uh, runs a, a beautiful community um, and they share stories. Cause I think a lot of people always wonder, you know, um, I could I've used IRA for this or, or when should I use IRA, right? So sometimes it's a new behavior for some. So uh, as we started to look at places that they were having, um, uh, these experiences, uh, Target, um, Target is one great partner of IRA. And if you did not know, you're able to use um, IRA for any Target shopping experience. So that is both online and in the stores. Um, Janine, anything else to add about the Target experience or some, some other stories that stand out for you about well, how people I, are using Target? Yeah, I think there are a lot of people who during the pandemic were forced to do shopping online that they may have done in the store. But one of the things that really helped people 
during that time, and we're still there, is being able to take a ride share to the store, pick up your package with their delivery system that they had, uh, especially early in the pandemic, and be able to do that all with Ira and be able to have that support to know that you're getting to the right place. You are able to direct your rideshare driver. So that was really huge um, in accessing all of the vast services that they have at Target, including the in-store pickup, but also that, uh, that curbside pickup too. That was definitely a big one. Now yeah. we've had some very longtime partners too, and I'm sorry, let me not cut you off here, but we've had some very longtime partners too, like Intuit. That's right. I I think Intuit is just another. Uh, it's it's an organization that I think is is has uh, accessibility built into their DNA. Um, they've got a defined role. There's a, a champion um, internally there by the name of Ted Drake, and and Ted just. Uh, really from day one of Ira has been a, a great partner and, and asked, you know, what are other ways um, that we could partner? Um, uh, we have our, our small business offer, if, if you're not familiar with it. Um, uh, if you go into the promotions uh, tab on inside of the app, you can use it to, to you use Ira for any uh, related or any task related to small business. And apparently that was a, a tongue twister for me to say. So, um, well, it's so huge. I mean, it is probably one of our most popular promos. Um, it is the reason that many people are able to run their small businesses with IRA support. Uh, it certainly is a help. I'm not going to say it's the only reason that they can, because they've certainly put the sweat equity into owning a small business. But um, this was very large. Uh, now, let's take a look category by category here of kind of what happens when an access partner calls Ira, what is our process for getting, getting to them? They say, okay, I'm interested in Ira, but I maybe want to try it out first. Marty, can people do, can businesses do trials? Can they, uh, you know, have maybe some focus groups to find out? Because probably the com most common question you all hear is, well, how many blind people are there? who are actually going to use this? How many people are there? So how do you answer that question for businesses? Great, great question. So uh, two, two pieces to that. So one is at least I, I think within the last one year where the, the uptick in interested parties on higher ed campuses, um, we're hearing about us through either uh, previous students or current students who are literally saying, you know, I, I think that you guys need to reach out and, and connect with Ira. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's been, it's been a very normal kind of a peer, uh, peer-based sharing, right? So you're, you're communicating with other peers in, in the industry, learning what they're doing, and you're hearing about a new name, about a new company that they're partnered with. And so that, that just creates kind of normal, uh, just a sense of, Curiosity: What what are they doing? How is it working for them? Why are they using it? Uh, and I think to you know to to kind of um, you know to, to, to complement Ira is that some of the schools that are choosing to partner with us are quite large in stature and their names are well known. Uh, you know, just along with small community colleges that are so critical to the educational process. So we have kind of this uh, this wide wide swath of of partners. And all of them do end up asking that same question. And I think 
Um, I've learned early on that the best way to answer that question is to focus on the community that they may not be serving, right? And so it's it's not, you know, how many, uh, how many people who are blind or low vision are using IRA? It's, hey, do you know how many people who are blind or, or low vision are, are in your entire state as evidenced by the last census? And so we, you know, we, we try and use numbers that are 100% real and that help communicate uh, that there are a large number of people who are blind or may have low vision. And so their chance to impact that community by offering IRA is, sub, is, sub, is sub, substantial. And so I think that's typically where I try to push the conversation, which is less about how many people use your, your service, right? And so I think it's, it's more about that uh, we want through you to tap into a larger community. And so I think that really has, has been kind of a learning process for our partners to, to understand that. I don't know, Kevin, would you have any, anything to add there? Yeah, I think the only thing I'd add is, is like everything, it really kind of comes down to just educating people to how it works and what it does and what it can do, right? So um, I'm, I'm not surprised anymore when someone just like, it, it takes them to, it takes them a second to say, okay, wait a second, there's an app on your phone. I can tap a button, the front of the camera will turn on and I'll be um, connected with a remote uh, trained screened um, individual who can help uh, help me accomplish any task or provide in, uh, access to instant access to information right so so I, I think getting that light bulb of here's how it works uh, and then from there kind of talking about um, what it what it works from a mechanic standpoint and then how it can work with your business and how and how it can improve their customer experience um, is is typically how it um, has has worked the best. Now, I'm going to bring up a topic that I'm sure every organization has brought up to you, security. Kevin, can you tell us a little bit about what you tell businesses and organizations when we go to them uh, and we set up access offers? What what about security? Sure. So um, so it's a great question, Janine, and, and it does. It comes up into every conversation, um, and I'll talk about it on a few different levels. Um, so the, the first piece is the IRA agent um, uh, side of it. There is a, uh, uh, overall, uh, IRA has put almost uh, over $30 million uh, of venture capital that went into the, the growing and building of this business. And what that means is that there was dollars that were spent on the hiring, the training, the recruiting, and, and building out the technology stack for IRA to exist. So with that, with those dollars and with that investment, we have built a process to attract, recruit, and hire just, um, and Marty and Janine and, and many of you who've talked to IRA agents will know that they are, I, I think, some of the best people I've ever worked with, and they are, um, they pass a background check, um, and they're really just, they're great humans. They are, if you ask what our business is, it is, is, is the IRA agents, the they are incredible people that we have the, the, the pleasure to work with and ultimately um, uh, have built the business around them. So with that, there's this technology stack that also from a security standpoint has the ability where any call, the IRA Explorer is able to go into privacy mode and turn off the camera so the, and, and the feed and so that they are in ultimate, ultimately in control of it. Um, uh, from companies like 
Amazon to Target to Bank of America, we have gone through extensive security tests where the risk and compliance team, the legal team, the technology team will uh, sometimes uh, we will spend uh, far too much time or too much time than I would care to admit. Um, we, we've spent extensive uh, periods with the security teams and have passed um, passed the test uh, every time. So, and I don't want to jinx myself, but we have a, 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 a very good streak. And, and part of it is that we are, are committed to putting the resources into the security conversations. And, um, but I'm very pleased and, and we'll make, a, make our, our first announcement of the call and of, uh, of the conference. Uh, Amazon, um, a company which takes privacy and security incredibly um, uh, uh is, is a top thing for them uh, they have joined as the as an ira access uh, employer partner so what that means is today amazon is providing ira as an accommodation uh, it's incredibly exciting it's something that we've uh, um, uh, worked on and, and nfb has worked on for um, uh, for uh, the last few years and um, but we're incredibly proud to announce at the conference this week that uh, they are an, an IRA employer partner. That's huge. That is absolutely huge. Um, and these are jobs across the organization or in a specific area? Yeah. So, so uh, Amazon has, has committed that they are going to use or provide IRA access for people that with they're applying for a job. So if you're in the process, you could, can use an IRA agent to apply for a job at Amazon. Um, and then if you, uh, once you submit your application, um, they would give you a temporary license of IRA to use it along the kind of pro the candidate experience. And then if hired, um, you would then, uh, get a, a, uh, an IRA, um, subscription, uh, on behalf of Amazon as well. So. Um, it's a, a new partnership in the last year, and, and again, we're announcing it for the first time uh, today. Um, but uh, you guys get the secret scoop here. That is some, and I have seen some of these fulfillment center jobs, which yes, blind people can do. Uh, that's no surprise to anyone who's familiar with NFB. But these jobs start at twenty to twenty-five dollars an hour with serious you know, $1,000 signing bonuses. So we're not talking, you know, minimum wage jobs here. Um, and it's just an incredible opportunity. So we are very, very happy to be working with Amazon. All right. Well, what I would like to do at this point, because we had a lot of questions from folks this morning at the booth, many of whom I see here in the audience, um, I would like to actually open it up for questions unless there is something else that you both would like to say, because we have a variety of questions about how do I get Amazon at my employer? How do I, or I'm sorry, how do I get IRA at my employer or Amazon? Uh, how do I get IRA on my college campus? Uh, how can I get IRA from, well, let's say my state rehabilitation organization, Marty. I love it. Uh, so I guess let's kind of talk through uh, one by one, right? So I think, uh, I think we started with, uh, you started with my employer and then moved on to, to higher ed. So I think from an employer standpoint, uh, I mean, that was the largest area that we saw of, of growth during COVID was from employers proactively reaching out after doing their own research or after hearing from their em employees who are now remote 
uh, and really just wanting to make sure that all bases are are covered, right? So that um, sometimes there's there's just one small thing that that kind of causes the the whole thing to fall apart in terms of a platform or a portal or something that it, it is no longer accessible and there are not team workers near you that that can may you know, help make it accessible in a pinch and so i think um it it was really just a, a many simple conversations of saying you know it exactly like we just went through this process and we explained what irat access was we did the same exact thing with employers so i think that it's that um awareness piece right so if if in your workplace, IRA could be useful and it could make some things about your, your job or your, your work environment more accessible or even accessible at all. I think um, letting your employer know that there's a blocker, right? That there's something that's getting in the way of you being uh, as, as efficient and, and getting that job done as, as, as best as you possibly can. I think that employers want to ensure that that experience is pleasant, is fast, is and is completely accessible. I think uh, from the job standpoint, I mean, every conversation that we've had has just been, you know, we're so glad that we're doing this. We're so glad that we have the ability to offer this to our employee. Uh, and I know that there, there are cases where some employers may not be as willing, but I think that that, that also can be kind of where we, we have the tag team effort, right? So, you know, we're, we're more than willing to reach out and to facilitate that conversation, right? And to be the driver and to point to, again, all those use cases and those stories, you know, that Kevin and myself have gathered over the, over the years kind of as firepower and more reasons to convince someone why they should do it and how simple it is. Um, yeah, and Marty, and I'd add to that, like, reach out to us, and we're more than happy to have the conversation with you or with them, however we can help, right? So um, we have an email address of access, A-C-C-E-S-S at ira.io, or call our customer care team, and uh, we often have people that are calling in, and they'll call into customer care. Um, and say, you know, I, I want my employer to do it or I want my school to do it. And, and so, so reach out, we're, ha we're happy to work with you or, or at least talk with you about how to, how to tackle it and think about it. Absolutely. And this is, um, no matter what the size of employer, you know, they may have okay. one blind employee, they may have, you know, hundreds of blind employees like uh, some of the places that we work with. Um, and so also you can, ask for IRA as a reasonable accommodation to your job under Title I of the ADA. So in the United States, at least, um, you do have that type of uh, tool in your toolbox to be able to talk to your employer about. Uh, and so just never forget that particular aspect of it as well. So, okay, so now we're on to higher education. So I think from the higher ed standpoint, um, you know, we've been we've been knocking on the on the doors of, of universities probably literally days after we started to bring airport partners on board. So we we just knew that that was just it's the perfect environment. Uh, you know, our 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 initial pitch was kind of focused on uh, that experience for an incoming freshman uh, who's you know now suddenly 
living in a new giant environment that's not not quite uh, familiar. And now we really have come to realize that it could be at anyone's point in their educational experience. And now, not just physically on campus, but of course, remote. And so um, where I would encourage people to first start there, we've had just, we've had tremendous success just going to the disability services team and just having that same conversation of, hey, you know, you are likely providing some services maybe in the forms of a reader, or maybe you lend out accessible technology. You know, would you consider offering IRA as one of those uh, potential so so solutions? So again, something that would be um, there if if someone needs it. And then uh, quickly, where the conversation goes is, you know, it does not only serve students; it can serve faculty, it can serve guests, visitors. Um, and so I think it really has uh, it has a a very well rounded effect. Um, and I think what, what we've really seen change over the past year is just the reliance uh, on putting a solution in place, knowing that, you know, no one is face to face, no one is in person, everyone is remote. Um, so I, I, I do still think that that disability services director uh, hopefully should be very willing to communicate with us. Um, when, and Kevin, I, I think it'd be a good time to talk about how we've been continuing to partner with the head. Yes. Yeah, so so ahead is um, A H E A D, uh, and I spelled that in one try instead of two, like access took me at least two tries. Um, ahead is an organization that basically tries to bring together the different um, student offices. Um, uh, they get together in a conference each year, but it's it's an organization essentially committed to providing um, innovation, uh, access, uh, uh, committed to accessibility, and and ultimately. Um, they've been a great partner to us where where they're giving us a, a platform to talk about um, what we're doing and what we're seeing in, in the student and staff population. Um, and uh, small things that that uh, maybe four or five years ago, we saw different students that were using IRA in a classroom, didn't want to use their voice in that setting. So, you know, we we added the ability to direct message with the um, with the uh, IRA agent as well. So, so I think, um, and if you haven't heard it, Janine um, and uh, uh, Peter from Ohio State um, uh, uh, and um, uh, Janine, help me out. A couple, yeah, we've got a couple yeah, of students there. Uh, Veronica, who I and, believe I saw joining our uh, chat here possibly, and um, Jessica Kareem. Uh, from Long Island. So we had a, a large university and a smaller university. And uh, they talked about how they actually uh, got IRA on campus. Ohio State, where Peter is based, is a very large university, obviously. And uh, I'm not quite an alumni, but I have attended there. So um, <laughs> it's, it's a huge campus. It is, you know, and uh, having the service in these places wasn't as difficult. Sometimes it took a while, but I think now, just like with the airports, other colleges and university campuses have heard about it. And as people come back from our kind of isolation, our distance learning, there are still going to be parts of campuses and processes that are going to be affected by COVID restrictions. And we really encourage you to talk about that with your disability services department, you know, how am I going to know what's changing on campus? Because most of that is, you know, print signage. How am I going to know that? 
And that's where Ira can really come in as well. So um, knowing that is a huge, huge help. And we have that particular presentation on our YouTube channel. It is youtube.com slash IRAIO, all one word, A-I-R-A-I-O. And I feel like I should be singing the song about the farmer and the dog there. But, <laughs> uh, but that is our YouTube channel. We have a lot of useful videos on that channel. But one of them is our social distancing video. And that can really help to show that to a business or uh, educational institution. So our final kind of category here, and it's never final because you know, just when we think we've seen everything that IRA can be used for, somebody comes up with something else. But how about government institutions? How about um, do people who either work for government agencies at the local, state, national level, or uh, uh, consumers of those organizations, do they, how do they play into this picture? Mark, do you want to take that one? Yeah, I think, I think what's so exciting is that that has been, that's been an, an area where, um, we've we've wanted more traction and we've wanted it to happen faster and unfortunately it's just not the pace that that industry that vertical moved right so i like to try and get things done quickly and uh we're, we're we're learning and it's just it's a good exercise in patience that uh, even state and local governments don't move quite as fast as we would want them to that being said uh, i mean we are um we're working with an entire county in Milwaukee, right? We're working with uh, the city of Minneapolis. We're working with the city of Miami Beach and in Broward County. Uh, so I think there's more and more opportunities that keep popping up, and some of them are um, single employees, you know, single subscriptions. Some are are access partnerships, uh, and I think really that you know the the tricky part there is, you know, it's kind of a combination of all the security concerns from some of our retail partners. And then uh, basically, you know, how, how do I know what someone's using it for? How do I know when they're using it? So there's that kind of that um, bureaucratic response of they want to control when and how it's, it's, it's used and not just leave that up to the end user to decide how and when they should use IRA. Uh, so there's, there's kind of that, that, that whole edu educational process of letting them know that really no other partner that we have is currently implementing those types of restrictions. So maybe you shouldn't. Um, but I mean, I think where where we're headed is, you know, we have um, still a, a very strong vested interest in how do we tie together um, IRA for public transit. And while that, all those efforts were very much tabled during COVID, we just know how a critical piece of the travel and transit infrastructure it is in either bringing transit partners on board right so like right now we have uh, we have metro transit which was a new a new partner in minneapolis uh, and we have the milwaukee county transportation system as well so so far too um and I'm, as many of you may know we, we've had some kind of large partnerships pilots in, in Boston and in New York. And, and we still continue to kind of knock on those doors. Um, I think that, you know, there hopefully will be some, some kind of exciting developments happening. I think within the next 30 to 60 days, we're, we're having some, some success with reinvigorating some of our transit partners, 
uh, we're having some su success with a really um, a kind of an unprecedented uh, partnership between Voc Rehab and Transit, which I think was kind of some of the things you were alluding to, Janine. So I think. Um, yes, and Marty, so, so Marty just gave us our teaser uh, for our second announcement on, on this call here. And, and oh so stay, stay tuned in the next, let's say, 30 to 60 days, depending on when it gets formally announced. Um, Marty Watts has led, um, led the team on, on this very exciting initiative that um, we, 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 were, uh, we were hoping to share today. So, so if you are just joining us, we announced that uh, Amazon uh, is now part of the employer, uh, IRA employer network. And uh, announcement number two is more of a teaser uh, of good things or great things that are coming in the next uh, 30 to 60 days um, uh, uh, on, on the public front. And we have already uh, been successful in many states. Uh, we have been successful in getting people IRA as something that their voc rehab professional has gotten for them, but that's been on an individual basis. So stay tuned for this announcement. And I saw something here in the chat from Jack asking if we were, if the access is only available in the United States. No, that's a great question. And uh, the answer is, is no, we, we are actively uh, and proactively looking for partnerships um, in all of the countries that we are operating in. And today that's um, US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, UK, and Ireland. And um, the Tomless Pocklington Moor is a, is a healthcare facility outside of London that we is, is one of our access partnerships, uh, Heathrow Airport. Um, so we, we are actively looking and partnering with organizations like RNIB and the Blind Citizens of Australia and CNIB. Uh, so if, if there are, and Jag, if there's specific locations or specific countries, please, uh, please let us know. And then we have our IRA Global rollout, right? That's right. Yeah, Janine, do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, that's a, that's a whole different animal, but we are yeah. rolling out service to everyone worldwide. And that is, um, it's a process. So our first step is uh, getting the interest level to see where people are in the world, English speakers initially, who need uh, IRA access or would like IRA access. And to take part in that particular aspect of our global uh, expansion, you will go to the survey at ira.io slash global. And if any of you gentlemen would like to put that up in the chat for folks. Um, and that is if you are outside of our access, our currently served areas. So we have a bunch of questions in the chat here. Um, Ross, could you um, give me some of those questions and we can, we can start getting to questions because uh, we are getting a lot of them. Sure. We have a question from uh, Dory Senatori. Are you working with the Texas Workforce Commission or Cap Metro in Austin by chance? So we uh, we are in the middle of an RFP that we responded to uh, at the request of the Texas Workforce Commission. And so we have not been awarded that. Uh, we have not been given that bid yet. Uh, we should know by the end of August if that's something that IRA will be awarded from the, from the submission. Uh, but I think their intent was to understand how might they provide IRA uh, to customers, clients of uh, Texas 
Workforce Commission and also for em employees. And so I think uh, we're hoping that turns in, in into a yes, but right now it's uh, it's the, the jury is out. And then Cat Metro, no. Uh, but I think that just uh, knowing that that's something that you would want us to work on, I think we're always looking to kind of uh, continuing to increase our prospecting activities so we can add Cat Metro to that list. So thank you. Awesome. Let's take another chat question and then we'll go to, I see we have a hand raised. Sure, the next question comes from Jillian Milton. I go to the University of Connecticut. Is UConn a partner with ARIA? Ooh. UConn is not. I believe we have had some students on, on campus on an individual basis. So I know that they're aware of us, but hopefully that would be another university partner that we can we can bring on board and in, in, into the Access family soon. So yeah, definitely uh, UConn is, is on our radar currently, for sure. Awesome. Alrighty, uh, any more from the chat? Uh, one more question, looks like uh, back to Texas. Uh, what about DART in Dallas, Dallas, Texas? Uh, uh, uh. So DART is not a partner. We have had conversations with, with DART. Uh, it was similar uh, to what happened with the Texas Workforce Commission. It's gonna be RFP driven. So sometimes even if interested parties want to partner with IRA, um, they legally cannot unless an RFP has been written and, and, and re released. So I think that's something that we're always pushing to, to happen. Um, I think in this instance, you know, the, uh, sometimes the squeaky wheel gets the, gets the grease. And so I think as a rider of DART, if you're in touch with, uh, with the accessibility services team there, I think Every single request that's made of, hey, have you considered this partner? Are you looking into to how, how transit might be more positively impacted working with IRA? Holds way more weight coming from you versus coming from a cold call from, from, from me. So I think if we're both working in tandem, that's just super helpful. So I mean, again, uh, we would love it. Yeah, so that I just saw you post in some kind of thing. That's, that's awesome, Dory. It's perfect. We can totally that's use that. Great. Dory shared the contact at Cat Metro in, in chat. So that's, that's, that's wonderful. Fantastic. That's the kind of partnership we're talking about. <laughs> Definitely. All righty. Well, let's go to one of our raised hands out there. I think we had iPhone pop up first. Me? <laughs> yep, I think so. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> if, if it wasn't, it is now. <laughs> I am Paula, um, Paula Caldwell, and I just wanted to say that my IRA experience has been phenomenal, first of all. And Yay. right now, I just use the five minute feature. But when the promotion for DoorDash or, or uh, and it was phenomenal because DoorDash can be a nightmare to navigate. Yes. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and also with Instacart. So, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to give a thumbs up first before I get my question and, and just say, keep up the good work. And if there's any suggestions I can offer, you know, I can help for And, uh, but anyway, my question is, my question is, is, um, I was trying to do Team Viewer. <laughs> with my mobile phone uh, using Ira. I don't know that that's possible. Is there a way that you can download Ira on a laptop and then use <laughs> and then Funny you, you should mention that, Paula. Actually, um, 
mobile uh, team viewer is not a great experience for a lot of people. Uh, okay. It's a bit difficult to use, so don't feel badly if you weren't able to get it to work. But um, regarding downloading the uh, some sort of a viewing experience, if you will go to our workshop tomorrow at 1230, uh, Ryan Bishop is going to be talking about our uh, roadmap. And if you're not able to attend that, just stop by the booth and we'll be happy to tell you kind of what we're looking at for the future. Because, yeah, that is definitely something screen sharing and computer time went up significantly with the pandemic. But it, it was already one of the most often used tasks by people uh, with IRES. So absolutely, you know, we are we know that it's difficult from the iPhone. And part of that is because of the structure of Apple. Um, even Apple employees can't control your phone. So they can see it, but they can't control it. And that's where a lot of folks need help and also need a, a clean interface. So Ryan will be talking about that. And uh, please join us or stop by the booth. Okay. And also I have yeah. another um, have, have you all partnered also with University of Kentucky? Because that's where we used to go. And I guess we're going to pursue <laughs> a master's in something. All here. right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just wondered. Okay. Well, let's see, Marty, is uh, UK on there? Currently, no. And I know that they are going to be part of the AHEAD conference that Kevin and I are, will be a, a part of uh, in the coming weeks. So they, uh, they're basically on our, on our we have a handful of schools that are on our kind of hot list and they're, they're on there. So I'm, I'm assuming that we'll be connected with them at, at some point during our presentation process. So okay. for sure. Is there awesome. Is there a way to attend that conference or is that just for staff, IRS staff? Only? Yeah, so it's, it's usually people in that, or it's like a member organization. So um, if you're a member of a head, you can join. And then we were invited to present um, uh, as, as a vendor. And I'll say and go, uh, go Wildcats too. I am a, a very big fan. <laughs> as a Buckeye, I, I try not to. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, I'm done. So, for somebody. To talk. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Paula, for for um, bringing those things up, and uh, we'll definitely be looking at UK. Uh, who else do we have? In who else has a raised hand? Ross, we'll go to the raised hands, and then we'll yeah. go back to the chat. And Janine, looks like uh, Vias next. Mm -hmm. Okay, and just before we take the next question, I just want to quickly introduce uh, Troy Otilio. Uh, Troy, if you want to come on yes. off mute, uh, Ira's CEO. Um, that joined the call, so I wanted to uh, introduce and try to say hello to everyone. Hey everyone, um, this is Troy, and I'm uh, really excited to be here with you guys. I'm listening in, and uh, you know, this is a great topic because, as you know, a, a way to make another way to make IRA affordable is to have an employer or a Starbucks or a university pay for the access. So, anything we can do together to, to accelerate that, I think, is a win for, for everybody. Great to see everyone and happy, uh, happy post July 4th and beginning of NFB. So much, Troy. And we have someone here on the line. And who are we speaking with now? Armando Villas. Oh, from, hello, Armando. Um, from Byron, Georgia. Um, I have some questions about the airports. Uh, I heard that Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta Airport has a, is not a partner anymore. and um, is the airport 
I was wondering if the Atlanta airport is going to be a partner again, or also I have been reaching out to Macon, the middle Georgia regional airport, but um, sadly they, they said that um, something about credits with IRA and stuff like that. Um, uh, uh, hey, I yeah, this this is Kevin, and I did see your um your tweets, and and th I just wanted to thank you for your adequacy there. I, I thought it was was fantastic just to um to to see you do that. So so I just wanted to first thank you for for doing that. Um, I can also share that I've worked with the Hartsfield uh, uh, Airport. Um, unfortunately, uh, and and I can say out of you know all of our, our access partners, uh, they are the only airport um, that in the second year of their contract, they asked for some changes to the impact, the privacy of the calls that we just refused to uh, budge on. Um, so uh, unfortunately we were not going to agree to those terms. And, and um, so we are in continued conversations with them. Um, but at this point, uh, we're just we're we're not going to to budge on the privacy side of things. Um, so uh, so they are currently not a partner, and they are our only uh, partner, which is unfortunate because of the size of the airport and and the amount of people that travel through, and the amount of stories I've heard about uh, people coming through the airport. So uh, the, that airport specifically, with getting asked for tips and all kinds of other things. So um, we'll continue to work with them and and try to change the course there. But today they are not a, an airport partner. Okay. Uh, okay. And I, I can't Thank share to more details on the privacy side. I'll, I'll just say they were there. There's, there's a, we take privacy and security incredibly. Um, it's a high priority for us. And, and when someone is looking to cross the line there, we, 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 um, we'll walk away from that request. And I would also add, Armando, that uh, if Macon is looking for a similar size airport, I believe Akron can't. Airport is part of our access network. I was so excited to see that. Actually, that's a part of the state that I grew up in, and uh, that's that's a, an airport my family flies into often when they come back home. So uh, great to see that as an access airport, and that is you know, about, probably about the size of Macon, I would guess. Awesome. Let's see, Ross. Who else we have in the chat now? Great, uh, Daryl. Um, chat is um uh, let's see uh we've got a couple different questions here let's see here here's one uh from an iphone uh, i'm in a smaller community college that has a disability service office that's low budget which is a lot like moving the government to get anything improved here even though we are workers who'd want to speed up that process how can we get our ira sponsored in such community colleges and can they team up with other civic organizations yeah i think the answer is a hundred percent yes i think that how um how any any business or any school bands uh together or basically co-partners or co-sponsor something is something that we would absolutely support uh i think you know we're we're working with a medium-sized community college uh, organization in in virginia northern Vir Vir virginia uh, I don't believe we have too many other community colleges. I think we have uh, the community college system out uh, in, uh, I'm going to draw a blank. I'm, I'm going to get the uh, name wrong. I think Lake County, uh, yeah, Chicagoland. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, there's another one too with, uh, oh, I can't, uh, with Tiffany. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. River, uh, River uh, American River. Yeah. 
so we do have a few, right? And so I think that uh, that means that we can get more. And I think that if 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 the if the the cost uh, is a barrier to, to to entry for that specific school, let's just have that conversation with them front and center. Like we're always we don't want to ever have to walk away to a partner because you know there there wasn't sufficient funding. So we can be flexible where we need to be flexible. And I think if they are willing to partner with other local orgs to kind of cover that uh that that fee that's something that we would absolutely enter enter entertain yeah and and i'll share too what we've seen and heard uh over the last year is with the with the pandemic there's been dollars that have been allocated to working on the accessibility and this they call it this return to campus planning and that is no matter what the university uh or community college looks like uh they are there's dollars that are being allocated to this so so I think our if, if there's one takeaway from what Marty and I are, are sharing today is like let, let's have the conversation. It's really about education, and and then it's just about getting creative uh, with the budgets. Right. How about another raised hand? Yeah, the next one should be uh, Daryl Hilliker. Uh, asked him yep. on the mute. Hi there. Uh, good afternoon, Hello. everybody. Um, yeah. So uh, Salesforce is an IRA employer, also. Yay. 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 I'm Thank you to announce that. And uh, I just uh, looking forward to uh, I've hearing some talk about a Windows app for Ira. I'm I'm intrigued by that, especially if it makes um, especially if it makes uh, the screen sharing stuff a little easier. Yeah, and and uh, Daryl, this is Kevin. Uh, how's it going? Uh, Daryl was one of the first people I met at, at my NFB conference five years ago. And um, yeah. Uh, and and I just wanted to publicly thank uh, Salesforce and and Daryl for the the work to uh, have them join the employer network. It's uh, obviously an incredible company, and and I think of uh, uh, the fact that they're also hiring blind and low vision people um, uh, in in these fantastic roles like Daryl has uh, is is incredibly exciting. Uh, um, so just wanted to say thank you, Daryl. That was a, a thank you for your help there. Yeah, you're welcome. I I advocated for it and pleasantly surprised they they said yes right away so i was i was yeah. and daryl would you would yeah. you be comfortable sharing kind of i guess from, from the employee side what what that conversation looked like or what you know what did they ask or what did you what did you share on your end um just to i think it's always helpful to hear the kind of the other side of the story oh great so yeah um during the onboarding during my onboarding process actually i said you know gosh we have a lot of we're gonna have a lot of Oh my gosh, we have so much chat going on. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, yes, it was, it was amazing. So I just asked um, our accommodations person, I said, hey, we have a lot of, we're going to have a lot of screenshots and a lot of videos that don't have a lot of good, you know, accessible description, a lot of different, different things going on. I, I'm wondering if we can uh, add the IRA visual interpretation service. And, you know, um, also I may need to share my screen so that, um, you know, I might have some content in a case or I might need to look at some information in a user interface, you know, uh, that's actually not accessible and I'm doing uh, accessibility testing on that interface. So, uh, I just uh, worked with my uh, with our accommodations person. It took us a month, maybe. They had to uh, make figure out some things related to data security, especially working with customer data, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and once we came to a decision on that security, it happened right away. So, I mean, the biggest thing that I would say is ask for it. Um, and, you know, I think with a lot of these things, whether it's a, a community college or your employer or your, your transit agency, gosh, you know, the person, the customer service person that you talk to at your transit agency is going to have no idea. And then they have no decision-making authority. So, you, you know, you want to make sure you talk with somebody who has some decision-making authority. And if you don't like their answer or they're not paying attention, you talk to somebody else. That's the biggest piece that I would that I would say is, you know, the first person you talk to is probably not necessarily the right the right person to talk to because no, they probably no. don't know. No, I, pre- I thank you for for sharing that too. I think it's always helpful um, just to hear hear that other side of the story. And 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 Janine, do do you, um, I know Daryl's asking about the Windows app. Is there anything? Right. That- yeah, that there can, is can share. actually, we will be talking tomorrow about the Windows app, and we are looking at a potential three to six month implementation from what I hear. So that's another well, beta testing. Uh, yeah, there I... may be some. To, and you know oh, what? I'm going okay. to grab, I'm going to get on that because you all are probably wondering before we get back to some more of the questions here. Um, so why are you here at talking to NFB? What can we do to help this process besides me recommending, you know, access partners and all that? Well, actually, you can do a lot to help us. There may be certain locations where we need folks to take part in trials and um, other kinds of focus groups and things like that to learn about how IRA would impact that business in your community. So we may, from time to time, reach out to NFB at all levels uh, for assistance with this. We did this in our, if you remember, um, our Starbucks communities um, at the beginning of the year. We had our, and actually last fall, we had our Starbucks locations in seven different cities. And we spoke to a lot of ACB, NFB chapters, a lot of blind people that we knew in social media to try to get the word out. Um, these are the kinds of things that you and your chapter can do to help us and to help get those locations because you in your community have some power where you are and hearing from your organization really is quite helpful. And we, we were joking, someone in the other, uh, in our exhibit area asked about Walmart. And uh, I, I'm going to throw this over to you guys to tell the story of our our trials and travails with Walmart. <laughs> it's It's been an adventure, but uh, we may bring the power of the NFB down to bear on them. So, um, Kevin, we've been working with Walmart, haven't we? Yeah, so we've, we've talked that. to, you know, I, I think year after year, we have heard um, from the community that Walmart is a place that they would like to see uh, become an IRA access partner. Um, and whether, I hope you all leave this conversation today knowing that um, every place you put in the chat and each one that you put together, uh, Marty or myself will call and, and actively reach out to them. So the Walmart is one that we have um, repeatedly had conversations with, uh, as you can imagine from the size of them, um, they uh, uh, have, have not moved uh, moved on it yet, um, but they are uh, active conversations that we, we still continue to have. And, and that is from our CEO talking to folks there uh, and Marty and I and, and others. So 
Um, so we would love any support either through social media postings um, or uh, send, sending in emails, whatever, how you'd like to use IRA at, at Walmart and why you want them to be a partner is, is, is really, it's incredibly helpful and, and we, do, we do take it seriously and, and bring it to them. So, sorry about that. We're multitasking here. Alrighty. So, um, let's go back to the questions. Um, we have a lot of folks in chat who are asking about specific uh, universities. And, ah, and here we have a question. I just saw that one from Christopher, and this is a good one. So, let's talk about HIPAA compliance. Yep. Uh, Troy, do you want to, are you still on there? Would you like to take this one? I know. Uh... Troy uh, goes uh, can go very deep on some of the HIPAA stuff, so that's what I was going to see if you wanted to take that one. All right. Hey, sure. Love to talk about that. So um, overall, security and compliance is something that all um, businesses of any size uh, look at before adopting a solution and one like IRA. So we spend a lot of time and focus on having great security and compliance and then secondarily, we look at the different standards that are popular and, um, and, and if supported would open us up to even more use and more organizations adopting IRA. And so there's a long list of these, um, these standards of which one, I think we all know because uh, you can't not see it when you go to the doctor's office is HIPAA. And HIPAA relates to how your um, health records are managed. We do not, we're not a health provider, nor do we have any of the information about your health records. So HIPAA technically doesn't apply to us, even though many times organizations will ask us like, do you support or you do, you, or do you comply with HIPAA? I would say we comply with HIPAA in spirit, but to get HIPAA compliance, to get it documented is a expensive undertaking and one that you probably would only take if you're gonna manage um, those kind of health records. So long story short, that's one of the standards that we don't um, have a certification for, but we do comply with a lot of other standards. And our answer typically, if someone wants HIPAA is, you know, let's talk about why you think that is important. Um, and there may be a day where then we, we need to do that. And, um, but today is, yeah, we do not, we're not a HIPAA compliant solution as documented or certified by a third party. Thanks, Troy. And, and I guess I'll, I'll add to that the the security and kind of privacy conversation. You know, I, I go back to Bank of America. Bank of America ultimately um, is a partner. They're uh, all ATMs, uh, digital banking or mobile banking, uh, all on uh, all available. Uh, ultimately, the conversation and security kind of came down to this is from a customer standpoint. This is what our customers are using. This is what our customers want. So we're going to to make that available. Um, uh, and, and just we'll repeat that, you know, uh, we've we've consistently passed that security test once we get into the conversation with them. So uh, happy to happy to speak about it if anyone has any more questions. And along the hospital line, um, we actually do have a hospital system here in the U.S. that does have IRA access, but we also have Moorfield Eye Hospital in the U.K. Uh, and someone mentioned in the chat filling out paperwork, which is something that many of our agents do um, at our direction. Uh, and Marty, can you tell us about the the hospital system in, uh, I'm sorry, in uh, Massachusetts, I believe, right? So, uh, yeah, it is the Robert Wood Johnson 
they're uh, they're mainly located uh, in and around uh, the new the area of New Jersey. Ah, okay. And I knew it was so, one of those East Coast states. Yeah, I mean, what was great there was uh, it it was them knowing that they had uh, several patients and or visitors who were blind or low vision, <laughs> and so they they were made aware of us from patients and kind of the, they kind of had their own scenario that they were solving for. Right. So they were saying, you know, it's, um, it'd be great to have Ira here for something short term. If a, if a visitor came or if someone was having, uh, you know, day surgery, but what about the longer stay? You know, what, what about, what, what if there's, what if there are expecting parents and, and, they may be blind or low vision staying in our hospital for, for an extended period of time, right? Is this, is this something that we could offer to them and it's something that we want to do? And so uh, it was just neat to kind of see them leading that, that discussion, right? It wasn't us trying to plant certain seeds. They were already planted uh, and they, they, were, they were already there. Um, it started off in just a small number of their, of, of their locations. Uh, and when they did renew this year, uh, I think their, their plan is to be opening it up to all of the RWJBH uh, campuses, which is just exciting. So it's great. Awesome. Very, very awesome. Yeah. So let's see. Do we have another hand raised? Because we are here till 430, folks. So. Um, we are happy to answer your questions, but we'll also be in the exhibit space uh, throughout the exhibit time. We'll be there um, open all the time that the exhibit hall is open. All right. Uh, and, so, and Janine, looks like there's uh, uh, a few people here. So, um, uh, Annie Davis, do you want to? Yeah, let's see. Okay. I don't think Annie's hand has been raised for a while. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. yes, we can. Hi, Hi Janine. Nice to talk to you. And hello to everybody else yeah. here. Um, I want to say I've been using the screen share feature like crazy. I'm <laughs> a voice actor and I'm having to upload a lot, you know, my commercial demo to various websites. Some of them are more accessible than others. I must have called, I mean, I'm using that for the job teacher, seeker feature. And I must have called like 10 different agents like on one day last week, just uh, you know, make sure that I have everything sent properly and you know, that this is getting sent to the right email and, and hopefully entertaining them as well. Mm -hmm. But it's really a wonderful feature. Um, and you know, I was the one that asked about Northern Kentucky University if that was, and um, also wonder if you could talk about any partnerships you might have within the hospitality, mm -hmm. the uh, hospitality industry, Red Roof, Marriott, any of those hotel chains. Because I think that as we have system updates and other things, yeah. um, it would be nice to have, um, you know, if for them to know that that option is available. Because I mean, supervisors get busy and senior agent. Yeah, we, we all get busy um, during certain seasons, I and mean, we have different things that were different videos that we're required to watch that require um, some means of plugging. No, that's that's right, Annie, and and we are act actively in conversations with um, a, a few large hospitality groups. Uh, hopefully, more good news to come there. Um, but um, uh, those those conversations, I think, took a little bit of a hit with the pandemic, but are starting to come back, uh, coming back to life. So, and this is when they really um, find some value in Ira when they are short staffed to assist people and that's things right. like that. So that's another another good incentive and do we have any other hands raised 
Yes, uh, sure looks like live folks here. Okay, Petrus. All right. So, hi, my, my name is Petrus, and I'm a I'm blind, and I, I use a, a Windows PC to do beta testing. And one common problem I have been noticing is that Jaws often stops responding for for a bunch of things. So, so so does the Ira does the Ira support the JAWS versions if you're on a beta testing program? Yes, in fact, we do. Um, we have our Vespero access offer, and that is an offer where you can get help if you, you have probably used it outside of the beta, if any of your Vespero products are stuck, or if you hit a CAPTCHA on a website. Those are the two things that promo covers, and the agent can describe the screen to you and assist you to get things back to a state where it's actually working again. Right. And then if my computer needs to, to restart, then would that be covered also? Like if that's a troubleshooting step? Um, probably not until they see that JAWS is working properly. Um, it's something that we would have to look at the specific uses um, and your specific cases but it's mostly to get you to a point where your computer is in the restarting process because nine times out of 10, uh, JAWS will come back in that particular process. So, you know, if you reboot your computer and JAWS doesn't come back, call us back and you can invoke that offer again. Thank you. Sure, you are welcome. And, and we had a lovely talk with Petrus over in the booth today. And uh, he is also at one of the community colleges. And which college are you at, Petrus? I'm trying to recall. Um, El Camino El College. El Camino. And I wasn't sure, Marty, if that was one that was in uh, Tiffany's group. I don't believe so. Uh, Actually, I, think, uh, Tiff I think Tiffany's on, on here. I think oh, I, I believe I saw Tiffany come in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then also, uh, I just want to introduce uh, uh, Joshua, uh, one of our IRA agent leaders. Uh, Joshua, are you there? Oh, awesome. And I just saw Tiffany raise her hand. All right. And Tiffany, see if I can. Yeah, come, come on in, Tiffany. All right. You see. All right. There you go, Tiffany. Good afternoon, everybody, or good morning, or, you know, <laughs> wherever you are. Um, so El Camino, no, that is not one of the colleges in the Los Rios Community College District. Um, the four colleges are American River College, Consumers River College, Folsom Lake College, and Sacramento City College. Um, we do have outreaches, um, but right now the four main campuses are being supported by IRA. Yeah, and and uh, like Daryl, Tiffany, I just want to publicly say thank you. And if you wouldn't want to mind sharing your story as well, I think for for you you took it from. I remember you saying we're going to do this, and then you talked with the, <laughs> all the schools and all the parties, and and it, it, it came true. So it, would you mind sharing your story of kind of what the conversation was like on your end? Sure, sure. So um, I work as a computer instructional assistant in our computer science department at American River College, and when I uh, was there, I, I started using it more and more for work. And I did a presentation at one of our staff meetings and said that I'd be using this in the classroom and, and this is what it looks like and did a short demo. I had an instructor come up to me afterwards and say, hey, you, you need to go and talk to our design hub instructor. And so I did. And he got really excited, but he knew that there had to be something besides, you know, just Ira to really 
desert up on the on the campus, and there was a uh, event taking place for a scholarship. Uh, people had to use 3D imaging and create something and then present it uh, to the faculty and staff. And so I used Ira and created Ira's logo, 3D printed it from start to finish. And, um, and I won that scholarship. Um, that scholarship provided five kits. Back then it was the Austria glasses and, and MiFi and that provided five kits to the American River College. And from there, my dream was to have it on all of the campuses. And I kept working with American River College, the president, um, the disability services program there at ARC. And this last year, um, that dream became a reality. And it was a lot of work and pushing and educating and talking and getting to the right person. As, as Daryl said, you do need to find the right person. And now all four campuses have it available to their students who are blind and visually impaired. I love that story. Awesome. And, and, I, and I love the mention of the MiFi. I had some flashback there, Tiffany. So thank you for, <laughs> yeah. for, for bringing back all the, the, the amount of stuff that, that was involved in the, the glasses, the MiFi, the, yeah, a lot, lot to carry there. But thank and thank you for, for, for making that happen. Yeah. So I have a question, if you don't mind. Sure. Sure. Um, so I know several years ago, you guys started to push and try and work with Disney and getting Ira connected with Disney. Has there been any more push or conversation with Disney to have Ira available at the amusement parks? Yeah, so, so today under the Starbucks partnership, um, the Starbucks locations in Disney uh, are covered. So, um, and, you know, I mentioned uh, the Amazon announcement. Marty has a teaser for his second announcement and Starbucks was our third one. If you have not heard, um, please go out and use it uh, and, and give it a try. Uh, every Starbucks in the US and all of their, um, they're called uh, licensee store locations. So uh, our only progress is through a partnership with Star Starbucks uh, that, that's covering it at those Disney locations, but, but, but nothing else to report so far. Hmm. And for everyone who might have come in uh, after we made the announcement, Kevin, you want to make that announcement again about Amazon? Sure. So, uh, you know, we were announcing today for the first time, um, uh, Amazon has joined the IRA employer network. Um, we're incredibly excited. Uh, so whether you're a candidate applying for a job or a, uh, a full-time employee, you're able to request IRA as an accommodation, um, but they, they're officially uh, um, have, have joined the IRA network. We are just taking a moment to drink that in because it's pretty huge, <laughs> pretty huge. So, Kevin, would that also um, take place for people taking the tour at their facilities? Um, I mean, at at the HQ and things like that. Yeah, HQ and the um, distribution facilities. There's That's one right. here in Sacramento. There's a large. Yeah. That's right. So so um, so they're able to. Um, what they're doing is they're providing kind of like a temporary license while you're a. a uh, once you apply for a job um, and they will, uh, uh, once you apply for the job, their HR team would be in contact to, to offer you the, the license. Uh, we would then set up the account for you. And then from there for that navigation to the job site and, and kind of taking a tour of the facility is, is exactly how people are using it today. Excellent. And it seems like they're everywhere now, right? They're, they're, they're those locations. Those, those they are. are popping up everywhere. 
All right, we got lots, lots of good questions here. And and the I saw one in the chat from uh, Doug, uh, our Starbucks locations in Canada uh, covered. So the Canada is is the, the next group that will be rolled out um, uh, on, under the program. All right, and then uh, Via, do you wanna see your hand is raised? Sure, let's bring Via in. Hello guys. Hi. Hello. Um, so I was just wondering if you have gotten to contact with the MARTA train system in Atlanta too as well, or um, or any type of transit transit system in Atlanta. We we have not, Marty. Any any new developments uh, in in Atlanta? No, I uh, I connected with. Uh, he was part of their uh, their their bus transit in, in infrastructure at the last APTA conference, uh, but we are we're still making very very early inroads there. Oh, okay, thank you. All right, thanks for your question. Um, and then Preston, did you want to go ahead? Unmuted there. Oh, all right. Hello, all. Can you hear me? Sorry, I was in another sure app. Can. Not awesome. a problem. First of all, I do want to say hello and uh and uh thank you all for doing this. I'm not on the our bandwagon yet, but I plan to be hopefully in the near future. <laughs> I know a lot of my friends have been, you know let me know about their stories and have been praising you guys for quite some time. But I guess uh, the only question I have for you is what is your favorite testimony that customers send you regarding, oh, I tried this while walking out to my nearest hangout spot or I tried air while uh, making food or something. So I just wanted to get like a general favorite story you have from a customer or I don't know, business doing partnership right now so thank you very much yeah, th thank thanks for your question and, and maybe i'll, I'll uh, try joshua are you uh are you i just tried to unmute do you want to maybe share to share yours hello yes hi there it's austin hey austin um hey, yeah. um two questions i um when uh i know this is um I use sometimes I use uh, public uh, public transit. Uh, I'm wondering, I wonder we can uh, address a partner like for our two versus Sacramento Regional Transit for uh, the RT the bus and light rail for I think some, uh, I forgot which city has a partner of uh, our. But that that would be awesome if you uh, do the RT. And the second question is, how come, uh, what happened to uh, Lyft? I mean Uber for the right share tab. Question, Austin, and you are the first person who has asked that. I'm really surprised that nobody has asked that yet. Um. We had some difficulty with the Uber API and how third-party apps can attach into Uber and connect with them. And so we have put that relationship on hold. We're not discontinuing it completely, but we have put that on hold for a bit as we are doing some further development and hoping to get better communication with Uber. So that's where we are with them. Lyft is still working. Uh, it works quite nicely. I took it the other day, in fact. 
Nice. Absolutely. So do we have any other hands raised? Yeah, and, and I think just, just to make sure we got, I know Preston asked the question about kind of his favorite experience. And I think Joshua was, and I, uh, oh. I'm going to give, give Josh the third oh, time yeah. the charm here. Josh, let's you want to? Let's give Joshua a minute here. Third time is absolutely the charm. Uh, right. success. success. Yeah, we got you now, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, I am an agent manager here at Ira, and so I constantly get to read all of the wonderful comments that you leave for our agents, as well as get to review those videos. And I can't tell you, Austin, a singular call that stands out as most amazing um, but I can tell you a kind of call that stands out as most amazing. And uh, those calls always center around the amount of efficiency IRA agents are able to bring to an, to an explorer's life. So I guess I will give, give one example. I was reading in the comments last week about an explorer who had a new baby and was putting together a uh, a crib and needed assistance from an IRA agent. And I'm not sure if you've ever tried to build anything from a set of paper extractions that has nothing but uh, visual pictures, but as a sighted person, it is extremely challenging. Um, and so getting to read the explorer's feedback about how, um, how much better of an experience that building process was, um, I always get chills. I always am so happy to read about uh, our IRA agents helping explorers just be more efficient in their lives. Well, I mean, that's very remarkable to hear. And we're all in this together. So, as I said, I plan to hop on the bandwagon soon. Until then, I think I follow you on social media. So awesome, and awesome. Well, we actually, I think I can do. It. I got. I got luck. I have too much stuff to keep <laughs> up with. <laughs> well, we definitely, definitely hope so. And um, let's see. We probably have time for just a couple more. Right. Um, Let's see if Krista, I'll ask you to yeah. help from you. Hello, Krista. You know, if you're like me, you're chasing that cursor. Oh, sorry about that. Screen. No problem. <laughs> I was on a different screen. So no I problem. wanted to, yeah, so, um, so I wanted to, to I, I love Ira and there's so much you can do with it. And I, I love your, your commitment to privacy especially with the, you know, that you shut recordings off if, on request or you, you know, is, so I wanted to ask you about medical paperwork, if there are solutions for that to be taken care of, if there's are ways that we can advocate to be able to get Ira to help us with that. And also, um, because I, I know people ask about security and you usually don't say anything technical, like, well, this is this degree encryption or this, you know, so I was wondering if there are any actual specifications of the platforms that you use that you can share with people. Sure, Krista. Uh, this is uh, Kevin, and thank you for the question. I'll, I'll post in the chat. Um, what we've tried to do is create a centralized source of information around security. Um, there's a full white paper with all sorts of um, the, the kind of the technical specs on what we do there. 
Um, uh, in in general, uh, what we what we find is sometimes there's maybe a lack of education around what the IRA agent may be doing and what they might be actually um, viewing. Um, and there's like many things, a few different ways to kind of accomplish the task, right? So, um, so what we try to do is is have the conversation with the security team at these different organizations, um, just to understand what their requirements are. Um, like Daryl was saying with Salesforce, they had, you know, they had to look at what their policies are. They looked at what we were doing with this white paper that we'll post in the the chat here, and um, and I posted the wrong link um, and and ultimately try to get get through it um, through it that way. And I like to remind some of the medical facilities that uh, it is far less secure for the uh, office worker or the nurse to be reading out and me answering all those questions in the waiting room. So if they're worried about security from our agents, imagine the security risk as they sit in the waiting room answering all those questions for you or, or helping you to input that information. So it's just one of those uh, kind of blue color ways to look at it too. And we encourage everyone to save the chat from this meeting because there are a lot of resources up there. But if you missed something, please do not hesitate to contact us. You can email us, that's uh, a quick way, at support at ira.io and that will be uh, rooted to the correct person at ira and then we also have our 800 number which is for the us and canada that is 1-800-835-1934 and they are around from 6 a.m to 6 p.m pacific so nine to nine east coast time for the rest of us. <laughs> and let's see, do we have time for one more question? I think we might. Um, do we have anything in the chat box that looks like we could answer in, in a couple minutes? I just was gonna un unmute Tristan, if, oh, Tristan, yes. if you want to go and, yes. and, and I'll also share too, um, I just want to uh, thank everyone for coming today. We have uh, we had Sandy from a marketing team, Janine, our community manager, Joshua from the agents, our CEO, Troy, Marty, and I. So so the whole team came today because uh, I, I think this is, um, uh, I know personally, one of the highlights of the year. And, and uh, so I wanted to say we, we came for, for the reason to kind of hear the questions and hear what was on everyone's mind. So appreciate all the questions that we did get. And Tristan, do you want to uh, get the final, final word with the last question? I was wondering, are you guys going to keep the uh, partnership with Target? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so please, uh, yeah, if, if you leave the call today uh, with a couple things, um, Amazon, uh, Target, so Target Online. Oh, thank so, God Amazon's part of the group. Yeah, so, so um, uh, and that's working at Amazon, not shopping at Amazon. Um, but oh. but shop, yeah. shopping at Target.com is completely covered. Shopping at any Target store, um, any Starbucks that you go to in the U.S. or any of these. Yeah inside of Marriott or inside of Disney, those are all covered as well. So um, yeah, lots of karma market macchiatas is on uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> Get your karma, I, I, karma I macchiato with, on your way to Amazon. I go to the, I go with the uh, healthier option. Is that right? What's your go-to there? No cream or no sugar. No cream, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Okay, well, thank you so much, everyone. This particular session 
will be on the, our podcast feed probably in the next couple of days. I'm estimating either Thursday or Friday. We'll put that out on the podcast feed. And we appreciate everybody joining us. I'd like to thank Troy Atilio, our CEO, for stopping in. Thank you so much, Kevin Phelan, our chief commercial officer, and Marty Watts, the head of our access team. Thank you, gentlemen, for being with us today. And we are going to get ready now for NFB in Nolens next year. 